Hello everyone, I'm Matthew Delvedova and this is The Delhi Podcast. The show features people I find interesting in the world of sports and entertainment, health and fitness, business and startups. We'll discuss a wide range of topics including things like self-improvement and growth, personal journeys, pivotal career moments and much more. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Remember, if you enjoy this content, be sure to subscribe to the Daily Podcast on Apple or wherever else you listen to your podcast. All right, let's get started. Uh, very excited for this episode of the Delhi Podcast. There was a huge announcement uh, last week involving the Perth Heat. So I'm excited to talk to Steve, the CEO, and Patrick, the Chief Bitcoin Officer. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks so much for having us. So can you please describe what you've done and what you've announced uh, last week? I think what we've announced is the future of sport. Um, and while the Perth Heat uh, Baseball Club are the first team in world sport to be adopting a Bitcoin standard, um, what we'll see now in the coming months and future years um, is a tsunami of teams which will follow. So you know, we've, we've been really encouraged by what's been happening in the Bitcoin community. Uh, for quite some time now, but uh, what we thought um, you know, the community wanted was a team that was all in. So, you know, it's, it's been really nice seeing all the piecemeal uh, exercises that some teams have uh, been part of, but uh, now we wanted to make sure that if we were going to uh, you know, step forward, uh, we wanted to be pioneers with what we did and make sure that uh, other teams can now follow by understanding what it means to be uh, operating on a Bitcoin standard. Can, can you describe what, what a Bitcoin standard means to you guys and I guess what, what goes into that? Yeah, well, I think it's something that's going to be conti- that will continue to, to evolve and, 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 and develop. So you know, certainly some of the things that we can, we can speak about is that we now hold Bitcoin on our balance sheet. Um, you know, th- th- there's, there's a first part of it. Um, you know, payments to players and staff will be now paid in Bitcoin. Um, you can jump online and you can purchase our new range of merchandise yeah, with Bitcoin on the Lightning Network via OpenNode. Um, you can purchase yeah, tickets to our movie night with Bitcoin. Um, so there's also memberships now that we're selling with Bitcoin. And you know, once we move into the season, um, you know, ballpark concessions will also have that, uh, that option as well. So there's parts of uh, you know, the organisation that will grow with uh, what we've launched last week. And we're really excited by the future. We feel this, this is just the beginning. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome to hear. And, you know, a lot of teams have uh, incorporated a little bits and pieces, but ob- obviously going first. And I think I almost fell off my chair when I started reading the, the announcement. I, uh, I couldn't believe it. It's, uh, it's very cool. So h- how does a process like this start? Like, is it an idea from one of you guys, a board member, team owner? How, how does it start? Well, it was started by myself and Patrick. So, you know, we started having discussions back at the end of uh, 2019, early 2020. Um, you know, Patrick, as our chief Bitcoin officer, certainly is the, uh, the leader in the discussion. And uh, I would be what I just described as, the, as a Bitcoin pleb. And I'm continually learning more each day. But as we yeah, continue to look at what the organisation needed to do to move forward um, and what was going to make us a better organisation, it soon became very apparent there was only one thing we needed to do to improve the Perth heat, and that was to transform to a Bitcoin standard as quickly as possible. Um, you know, thankfully, I've got a very supportive board uh, who were all eyes and ears in regards to wanting to know more, and the discussions continually led us to uh, the announcement last week. Yeah, so... 
you, you talk to the board, um, you know, they, they get on board and then like logistically what, what happens next when you say, okay, we're, we're going to do this. Well, it's a bit by bit process. So yeah, the, the advancements in advancements in technology have improved so much over the last 12, 24 months um, that I think it's becoming a lot easier now for organizations to operate on a Bitcoin standard. Would this have been possible 24 months ago? It certainly would have been a lot more difficult, but the infrastructure and the tools are behind us and we're always enhancing those tools uh, to be able to operate um, in a more efficient manner. So once we committed that uh, we wanted to uh, move towards operating on a Bitcoin standard, it was a process of, you know, we need to speak to staff, we need to speak to players, we needed to go through that process. But then also, there's the education with your accounts department. So there's different parts within the organisation that you continue to educate. Um, and part of that education is in some ways happening now. As we finally roll out into operating on a Bitcoin standard, you see how the processes take place. And it's a lot easier to understand as opposed to chatting to them. But uh, no, the CBO has been uh, you know, the best recruit we've made, I think, yeah, in, in the last five years. Um, and... It's a role that you know, I urge now all companies you know, to consider and consider quickly and strongly um, because by having you know, the right people in place, your organisation will be more efficient for it. Yeah. Now, now Patrick, the, the Chief Bitcoin Officer role, I'm sure uh, a lot of people on Bitcoin Twitter saw that and say that is their dream job. Can, can yeah. you describe what it's like, I guess, to get the tap on the shoulder or like what does what your role involve and, and how did that come about and a little bit about your background? Yeah, well, it sort of morphs in with what Steve said as to how this all got started, right? It got, it got started as a casual conversation. And I think uh, like you well know, right, you're involved with Bitcoin for any amount of time and it slowly takes over your thought process and seeps into other areas of life. And you start to, you know, you start to fancy yourself as a bit of a, a, a as an orange pillar. And the more that you do it, the more often you talk to people, the, the more often you get an understanding of uh, people that maybe haven't been exposed to Bitcoin as much as you have uh, about some of their pain points or what they have questions on, uh, the more you sharpen those skills and you start to develop a routine for uh, bringing people on board as quick as you can, right? And it's not an easy process. Uh, it certainly has gotten easier over the last you know, 24 months as more and more education has come into the space. There's uh, people like Michael Saylor, there's people like Parker Lewis, Nick Bhatia, all of these individuals who continually pump out great information that helps the process. But, uh, you know, you start with Steve and we just had casual conversations. And as soon as uh, you come across someone that is able to, or is open enough, number one, and has enough time and energy to put into thinking that, okay, this, this actually makes sense. Right. And the hard part is you have to overcome so many hurdles before you can even get to Bitcoin. Right. There's such a, there is such a uh, dry area in people's understandings of what money is in general. Uh, that's always the hardest part, right? You, you, this is not a process that takes five minutes. You have to go back and you have to trace uh, people's understanding. Of, do you actually know what money is, right? And 99.9% .9 of the people that you come in contact with on a daily basis have no idea. They're, they're in a system that has worked for them or they think it has worked for them their entire lives. They think they work, they make money, they get the things and some things they can't afford, some things they can't. And they think the system just trickles on. So really, you, you first have to educate people about money and what money is, right? That uh, money is energy and uh, it is a tool and a technology and it can be improved. And once you do all of those things on an individual basis, like with Steve, uh, he's intelligent enough to go, okay, well, uh, this makes sense for me personally. Uh, if it makes sense for an individual and an organization is simply a collective of individuals whose energy is pointed at a common goal, um, well, then it's going to make sense on an organizational level. Why hasn't this done, been done before? And then you say, you know, the process of Steve being orange-pilled to actually getting to this point, uh, 
you know, a few days ago, we were actually able to announce it. It was a long road and it was about understanding, well, why hadn't this been done before, right? And Steve mentioned the infrastructure, all the things that have changed to make this really easy. Um, and it, it was internal conversations with Steve, with the leadership team of, of how do we go about doing this and what is the best way to do it? Is the best way we just put Bitcoin on the balance sheet, right? We don't have to tell anybody. We just plug into the network and we put it on there. We let the number go up, technology do what it does. Um, and we benefit from that system. Is that the maximum amount of energy that we can unlock with this new technology? Like, is this the, the best result we're going to get from it? Or do we do something more? And then once we decided that actually this is an opportunity where we can show the world, right? As, as a Bitcoiner myself, <laughs> as a pleb, this is everything that I have ever wanted to see from a company. That's what we were trying to build. It's like, how do we, how do we show people that this is going to work? Uh, well, the only way is just to do it, is, is to flat out do it and do it all the way that we possibly can. Um, and luckily, luckily for us, the infrastructure was built up where it became, do we, go, do we become a completely sovereign company where we're looking after every aspect of this? I mean, we could if we wanted to. Uh, the trade-off there and the conversations that came up was, okay, well, then it's about how much time is it going to take us to get to that level and what are we missing out in the meantime? right? It's like a trade-off. Or do we use some of the leverage that is already there with existing companies like OpenNode, um, like our other partners, where we can get tapped in now? And like, said, like Steve said, you learn so much more like in this process where really my, my, my job early on was to be uh, sort of a educator in the space of this is what's available. These are the options. And as Bitcoin is always changing, the landscape is always changing. The companies involved with Bitcoin are always changing. It really is a full-time job just to keep on top of it. Right. And I, I probably wouldn't even do half of keeping on top of it. You just are skimming as much information as you can, as quickly as you can. So my role becomes educating those involved what's possible. Um, and then now in this transfer to actually doing it, it becomes communicating with the companies that we are involved with to make sure that we're leveraging uh, the tools as much as we can and keeping the board up to date. Now, the fun part is from here moving forward, because all of the work has been done, you know, my job now is essentially to show up to the boardroom meetings once a month um, and say, nothing has changed by we, we get more Bitcoin and we hold it. <laughs> and then we do the same thing next month. You know, as long as we're keeping up to date with our partners and we're keeping um, the education going and, and sort of leveraging as, as much as we can, the financial side of things is easy. Um, it's more integrating with the network that we are now working on as a CBO. No, that, that is awesome. And what were some of the big questions from uh, the board members or say like the accounting department, you know, early on when you brought this up and what, what, how did you answer those questions? It, probably the easiest way to think about it from an organizational point of view rather than an individual point of view was what, what are the problems that Bitcoin solves right now, right? Even if you explain, okay, this is a better money, right? And money is a technology. If it's improved, any efficiency that we're able to find there is free energy in your pocket, right? Free money in your pocket that you are gaining that you didn't have access to before. Uh, on an individual level, that's easy to sort of think about that. But for the Perth Heat, it, it's more about the Bitcoin network. Like the little wins right now that we can get by plugging into the network itself is really what Steve is all about. And, and the board was all about, well, this, this affects our bottom line right now. This improves the health, the wealth uh, of our players right now. And things like, uh, easy things, like the, uh, the fact that the Perth Heat when we play the season, there are a lot of internationals that come in. They need to be paid as fast as possible. Uh, in the legacy system, they are watered down with having to go five days uh, without pay or a week without pay because they have to go to the bank. They got to set up the account. Uh, they got to get paid in Australian dollars. They forget some, uh, you know, a driver's license, something like that. And all of that time when they should be on the baseball field, right? You know this, uh, being in professional sports. It's like you want to you get uh, cohesion with the team. You want to meet everyone on the team. You want to be playing as much as possible because you're getting paid to play baseball. You're not getting paid to go to the bank. Well, we can eliminate that completely. 
all of the work that was behind doing that as an organization. You know, we're not a huge organization with a thousand employees. Any uh, hour that is taken away from other work is lost work, especially when it doesn't have to, when it doesn't need to be done now. It used to, that was the only way we could do it, right? That was the legacy system we had uh, to operate in that space. Well, now, just by plugging into the Bitcoin network, we no longer have to do that. And all of those hours are saved and individuals can get paid immediately. They can get paid uh, in any currency that they like. We are paying out in Bitcoin, right? Because that is what we are hoping uh, that people save in and they understand the technology. And part of that is part of that pressure is on me to make sure that the players, the staff, the board, Steve, understand the benefits of saving in Bitcoin and using Bitcoin as the uh, standard for operating. But those little wins of just those little time savings, right? Those add up again and again and again. And the Bitcoin network is what is providing that, right? Not the returns from the number go up technology. It's just the network. And that's the easy sell. Yeah, no, that's great. And what, what has the education process been like for the players so far? And, and what do you plan to do in the future? It, 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 I'll let you go. I was just going to say, it, it, it is ongoing. Uh, so yeah, we, we continually make with, with our leadership group and talk through uh, yeah, how, how that process will take place. But they've been really, really encouraged. You know, they see us as a, as a progressive you know, sporting organisation. And from what, what we can judge our weekly with it, they want to know more. You know, they, they want to continue to uh, you know, dip their toes in and understand how, how can they benefit from the, net, from the Bitcoin network, as Patrick's mentioned. So you know, now that we've got through the first round of pays, uh, the pay cycle, which was on Friday last week, um, you know, people continue to see the ease and, of, of how the system works, how wallets work and how transferring uh, Bitcoin uh, has adapted and, and, and evolved. So it's an ongoing uh, education that we had with them. Uh, but so far, all the signs have been super encouraging. Yeah, that's awesome. And what, what does the league think about this? Because obviously, um, you know, by you guys plugging into the Bitcoin network, there's a lot of, uh, you know, benefits like, like you mentioned before. Um, but the exposure that it's got, you know, for the per peat going viral globally uh, in the Bitcoin community, uh, what, what has the league said about this move? Baseball WA, baseball WA, baseball WA and Baseball Australia, for that matter, have been incredibly supportive. Um, so we haven't had any uh, issues with, you know, um, putting this forward or being granted permission. And I, and I guess this is what, yeah, um, we'll, we'll, we'll see uh, moving forward. We are in a very unique position. Um, you would understand the NBA pretty well and you know, the strict guidelines around you know, most things um, in, in terms of partnerships and contracts and uh, what you can and can't do. Um, we've got the opportunity to be, be unique and we, we, we can change the rules somewhat. Um, and that's what's most exciting about what we're about to do. Um, whatever has been done, it's about to be redone and done in a much better way. Um, we've got some pretty cool events planned and what we'll see in that space through the Bitcoin network and the community will just blow people away. Um, you know, look at, I guess, a partnership in the NBA, which, you know, they've started with, with some exchanges. And you look at the logo on the, uh, on the chest, and it's almost, you know, zero by zero. You cannot break that guideline by a millimetre. That's what a partnership looks like, you know, um, if, you, if you want to be on the jersey of, of an NBA uh, team. Well, we've got a fair bit more flexibility. Uh, so... We've got some ideas and it's been funny because we've bounced Patrick and I and the good staff in, in the office a few things about what we'd like to do. But since Wednesday, when the announcements come and then other people have bounced more ideas into it, we've thought, wow, okay, yeah, let's go. And uh, we're, we're ready to play ball. And that's what's 
you know, giving us a lot of energy uh, and we look forward to being able to announce in the, uh, in the coming weeks and months. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And then I guess since the announcement, um, what has, like, have you guys' phones just been blowing up uh, from, you know, obviously the Bitcoin community, but what about other sports franchises uh, in Australia or around the world? Everywhere and anywhere, really. It, it's been wonderful. Uh, we've been overwhelmed by it, um, but we had a feeling this would happen. Um, but we, we want more and more calls to come forward because we want these organisations to follow. Um, yeah, it's great that we're the first and uh, we're proud to uh, be the pioneers of what we're doing. But now the more companies that jump on and jump on quicker, uh, it will be the better for the community. Um, and it, it, it will improve our ability to operate on a Bitcoin standard as well. So everyone, everyone's intrigued, but uh, I, I think what's probably been uh, the nicest part of it has, has, has been how encouraging it's been um, and the support that we've had from teams across Australia and then you know, from teams you know, in, in other parts of the world. Um, everyone's been super supportive and we're so thankful for the way that the, uh, the Bitcoin community um, and the universe have accepted and allowed us to come in. Yeah. How are you going to go about, I guess, like sharing your playbook uh, for, for doing this? Kind of like Michael Saylor's done, you know, earlier in the year uh, for, for other companies that, that are trying to plug into the Bitcoin network. Uh, do you have any plans for that? Well, well, from just a Bitcoin point of view, I mean, you mentioned the big fanfare that has happened because of this announcement. We've seen uh, quite a lot of interaction, but even leading up to this with the people that we have interacted with in the community, it's been all positive, right? No one has said, uh, this is not going to work. It's too early or, uh, you know, they don't have time for us. Anyone that we have reached out to in the community has been positive. They've helped us down a path. They've pushed us certain directions because like I said before, we weren't exactly sure how this was going to work out. You know, once we, once you make the decision, it's like, okay, well, how do we actually get there? What does the roadmap look like? Um, and even along that process, you know, you talk to these individuals uh, and the more that you put it out there in the universe, that this is what is happening. This is the direction you're going. We start to get whispers of, okay, well, this is happening also here. And you start to share your playbook, even within inside the community of just as this is emerging and it's happening quicker and quicker and quicker and companies, companies, organizations reaching out since then and saying, okay, well, uh, what exactly were the steps, right? Because it's not like, you know, we saw Michael Saylor do it so beautifully with MicroStrategy and makes so much sense for a company of that scale. But a company of that scale has resources to be able to do these things, resources that, you know, to, to be frank, we just don't have at the size of our organization and the revenue that comes in. And we just don't have that where that is where someone like myself slots in, where you can actually add value, right? If you have an understanding, you can help guide these organizations, these teams through this process. And there will be a web of individuals that, that pop up just like myself who can, who can do that and who, can, and who organizations are looking for, right? Because things are changing so quickly, you need someone to help navigate you. And there will be companies that spring up around that as well. Well, but we've seen just a number of, uh, you know, I don't want to say <laughs> leak any names or anything, but there are a number of organizations who are highly interested in doing the exact same thing and who may not see the same benefits from coming out and publicly announcing that we are doing all of these aspects or one of these aspects. But certainly, as Steve said before, there is a tsunami of teams behind us and the partners that we have aligned ourselves with, they're experiencing the same thing, right? They're going to need individuals where uh, they need a test case to see, well, is this possible? Like, you know, we can talk as a network that this is actually going to work and it's going to improve everything around us. Like the, you know, the classic Bitcoin fixes this. Uh, this is a test to see, if, is that true? Like we think that Bitcoin is going to change sports. We think it's going to change sports for the better. And, and, and I don't think that is a, you know, we're not making some grandiose statement. I think if you follow through from first principles to the fact, like to how sports operates at the moment, I think Bitcoin changes it for the positive. And I think we, it's a very easy path. It's not a quick path. But it's a very easy path to get there once you understand 
the uh, consensus protocol, how the network works, the incentive models that spring up because of that. Uh, you, can, you can draw a very direct line to improve sports, which improves energy for the entire world. Um, and I think more and more companies are going to see that and jump on board. And it's, it, this is, as Steve said, this is just the tip of the iceberg. It's, it's going to come so much quicker. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And um, I would love to dive a little bit deeper um, on each of those aspects that you mentioned about how you actually go about it and anything that, you know, you're not comfortable sharing, that's fine. But for example, the, the payment of players, um, like is it locked in Bitcoin when you, you know, sign your contract? Uh, is it locked at the price at the start of the year? Um, and then you just get a, a Bitcoin payout e each month, uh, you know, which I would love to do, or is it converted at, at the time of the payout? Like how, how does all that work? Well, we've, we've got current agreements with our players, which were signed you know, prior, prior, prior to our launch and they're, they're, they're all in Australian dollars. So we'll honor uh, the value of that agreement um, and, and, and pay, pay them out. Yeah, that amount. Uh, is there scope to change that moving forward? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, there's been a great example of uh, in the NFL of what you know, Russell O'Connor has done. But you know, since the announcement, we've also had a player that's approached us and asked if he can have five years of his salary paid up front in Bitcoin. So we can already see the mindset of the players and what they would like to do. So at, at the moment, we're not, um, you know, the day of our pay cycle, you know, they'll be paid out what the value of their, 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 their agreement is. So it's not going to be you know, subject to uh, you know, what the price of Bitcoin may have been a couple of days prior to um, payday. And we'll continue to work through that as they become comfortable, as the education improves, um, and they would like to do things in a certain manner. Yeah, very yeah, well, as Steve, as Steve mentions there, the, the big difference, which I, I think we have had um, a few people reach out and, and organizations ask the, a question very similar to that, in that, you know, you've seen the announcements of Russell or Aaron Rodgers or Shaquan Barkley, who are, they, they are, they are leading from the front on an individual level saying, uh, this has value, I see the value in it, I'm going to let it be known that I'm doing this with Bitcoin, um, but I as an individual am doing this. The, the big difference that we are trying to set here by operating on a Bitcoin standard, you're saying uh, that now the default is the best money ever, right? The default is Bitcoin. That's what we're giving you. Now, it's our job, or my job specifically, to educate everyone inside the organization to hopefully orange pill them into saying, listen, uh, yes, there are going to be fiat uh, bills that you have to pay, uh, but this actually makes you a better version of you by holding Bitcoin. This will, this will allow you a better future. It allows you to become a better baseball player, right? Because now no longer do you have to go home at night and uh, be the next Warren Buffett, you know, trying to outpace inflation. You don't have to do that. People don't even know what inflation is, right? This is like the, this is like the fifth conversation. <laughs> you, you start with those inflation numbers and then slowly but surely you get there. But the big thing is the default is now Bitcoin. We are paying you out in Bitcoin. It is up to you if you want to transfer that. But the, the, big, the big difference is Bitcoin is now the standard. If you want to deviate from that, you're going to have to do your homework as to why you would possibly want fiat. And that is, that's a longer question to answer than why, we, why you would want Bitcoin, right? That's like... Uh, you know, you could get War and Peace in uh, Mandarin and you could probably finish that book. And I don't even speak Mandarin, but I could finish that book before you figured out why you would want fiat, right? It's so, it's such a long convoluted process that now that we are offering Bitcoin to the players, to the staff, to the organization, we're holding it on our balance sheet as a testament to, you know, if there was any reservation from the players or from the staff or anyone involved, it's like, well, we're, we're practicing what we preach, right? This is, this is how it's going to benefit us as an organization. This is how it's going to be benefit you as an individual. If you want to do extra stuff, if you want to play other games, you can do that. But the default is Bitcoin going forward. Yeah, no, very cool. And then what about um, for like the uh, 
in, in at the game like someone wants a meat pie or you know a, a drink or or something like how how does that process work um you know from the perth heats viewpoint with someone trying to pay with bitcoin well we, we understand the, the, yeah the landscape of the city at the moment yeah we're not living in miami at the moment we under, yeah we appreciate the amount of people that yeah uh could be operating on a bitcoin standard within within our city so we need to make sure that we can cater for everyone initially um so they'll, they'll, they'll have the option would they like to pay out in fiat or would they like to uh you know pay with bitcoin so we'll have that opportunity um with it within the uh, ballpark and uh, concession stands and yeah we, we know that slowly over time that will continue to uh uh, evolve into more people paying with Bitcoin. It's like when you know you initially said that you'd be able to you know buy your uh, your long Mac you know with, with with your watch and just tap and go at the coffee shop. Everyone said no, that's not going to happen. But uh, as time progressed, it's just the norm now, and we know that within you know, a certain space of time, probably a lot quicker than what most people think, that will be you know the common practice. Yeah, and now are you using Open Node to accept the in-game? In uh, purchases? Yeah, well, they're, 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 they're our partner in terms of the Lightning Network and who we've used online as our, as our platform. Um, and, and obviously the speed of the Lightning Network is you know, is fantastic. So they'll, they'll, they'll be our partner in stadium or in ballpark as well. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I, I got to disclose, like I'm, I'm an investor in, in OpenNode and um, I guess one of the big advantages, which I, I don't know how much you guys, uh, this played into your decision to go with them, but having a, a 1% flat fee versus the Visa networks, you know, what, 2 to 3% for a transaction. Did that play into it at all? Absolutely. Uh, as chief executive, my responsibility or part of my responsibility is to improve um, the business across every avenue, every yeah, platform. Um, if, I, if I can save 1% on every transaction, multiply that over the entire year as a fair saving. Then you multiply compound over five years, and there's a huge saving. And not only that, the transaction's instant. I want my money now, not in five days' time. Um, so, yeah, there's certainly the, uh, the, the advantages of operating and the efficiencies of operating on the Lightning Network. Once you begin to understand them, it's almost you're thinking, why haven't we done this earlier? What have we been waiting for? And at the end of the day, Bitcoin now has been with us for 12 years. Patrick says it really well. He says, the train's left. You better have some fast legs if you want to catch up to it. And we hope that we're going to educate that process um, and allow people to jump on. Yeah. What What about, I guess, your existing sponsors or, or new sponsors com coming on board? Are they, I guess, asking questions and, and part of this education process and wanting to get on board as well? Yeah, again, extremely uh, supportive of the decision. Um, you know, like, like our players and, and our fans and members have had questions, um, but they also understand the reasons why we're doing it. And, you know, that we're an innovative uh, sports organisation um, and the impact that we'd like to have, you know, by operating on a Bitcoin standard. So, you know, moving forward, uh, you know, we'd like to accept all our sponsorships with Bitcoin. Um, and currently with the discussions we're having with, you know, several organisations in the United States, that will happen very soon. Um, but if we want to operate on a Bitcoin standard, then it makes sense to take our, our partnerships in Bitcoin and hold all that uh, Bitcoin on our balance sheet. Yeah, yeah. And then um, what, like, what about the, I guess, the, the balance sheet or the, the Bitcoin treasury? How, is that just like you straight convert it straight away or it's an it's a ongoing process? I mean, how, how do you think about that? 
Um, and is it something you just are going to hold like heading into this cycle or what, what are the long-term plans for that? I think there's one word. Huddle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I think, I think the, the reality is, uh, the organization, the leadership of the organization, including Steve and the rest of the board, they have, they have, they have recognized, it's really hard not to recognize, right? Especially when you've been exposed to the potential upside and the, the returns that have happened to companies that have embraced Bitcoin. Uh, and then you look at the, the fit of what the network can do. Uh, and even like you, like taking it back to what you said before about the existing sponsorships that, that are in place, the, the existing partners that are in space, like we have seen nothing but intrigue from everyone that we have talked to in the space, uh, fans of the team that we have talked to in the space. There has been intrigue, there has been, uh, you know, it, Bitcoin is so much more mainstream. It may not be that everyone has Bitcoin, but certainly in the last four years, Bitcoin has made such inroads. There's so much education. People know what fiat means. Uh, there's so much information out there, but there's still a bridge to, okay, well, how do I actually participate in that? Is it actually legitimate? And the Perth Heat, a, you know, a pillar in the community, um, if they come out and they say this thing is legitimate, this is what we are putting our energy behind to, this is what we're saving in, uh, that just opens up the floor to uh, discussions like this with the sponsors, with the players, with everyone involved. And the probably the biggest eye-opening experience for people is that it's not terribly complicated. You know, I go back to that process where we were, we were leading up to um, what was the roadmap actually going to look like for this? And one of the biggest surprises for me is, uh, well, for everyone involved really, has been there was so much work up until a certain point where we're like, okay, this is how we're going to do it. And then everyone imagined, well, there's going to be this huge amount of work to actually make it happen. Uh, and just that's not, not, that's not the case. <laughs> and the more and more we've shared that with people, I mean, tapping into open is as easy as, you know, it's, it's filling out, it's creating a new email account. And we are essentially uh, leveraging all of the Bitcoin network and the Lightning network has to offer with that same amount of setup process. It's very, it's a seamless transition, right? Even to holding uh, Bitcoin on the balance sheet. Like, how are we going to do that from an organizational point? Who's going to hold the keys? What are we going to do with those things? These questions that keep coming up. And even if you're an experienced Bitcoiner and you may have some sort of a multi-sig account that you've set up for yourself, that's great for you as an individual. But how's that transfer to your small business? Like, what does that look like legally? What does it look like with all of those things? Every aspect that we have looked at, everything that we thought this is going to take, you know, this is, if, if it's anything like the legacy system, it's going to take us six months to get through this stuff. And it took days, you know, like the, just the onboarding process has been so quick. And then sharing that with sponsors, sharing that with the fans and saying, listen, this is, it is as easy as this. And like Steve said, if you have those efficiencies available to you, um, it's almost then, you know, you sort of slow down and go, why, why hasn't anyone else thought of this? You know, what, what, what are we doing? What information do we have that no one else has? And why don't they have that information? And luckily enough, you know, after the due diligence process, it really is that it, the information hasn't been out there. So this is a huge play on that uh, asymmetry in access to information. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just incredible. And uh, I mean, there's been a lot of announcements over the last 12 months. Uh, but this one, I think, you know, being in the sports world has really uh, uh, excited me. And I think given me something that I can share with other people in, in the sports world to point to and say, look, you know, th this is what another team is doing. So, um, yeah. Congrats to you both and the team. It's, um, it's unreal. Um, where, where can we uh, point people to to find more on the internet, follow your, I guess, Bitcoin journey and uh, yeah, learn, learn more from you guys? Yeah, certainly through all our digital platforms. So obviously uh, on Twitter, uh, at Perth Eat, uh, yeah, we've got the Bitcoin baseball team. Uh, or Bitcoin Perth Heat um, as a reference point if you'd like to go on and purchase some merchandise. So we've released yeah, our first uh, 
brand of yeah of jerseys and also caps. Um, there's also an international membership that you can purchase uh, through there. So that's uh, Bitcoin per feet, and then obviously our website uh, yeah has has got updated information as well. So yeah, this is very much yeah the beginning. Um, and, and as you just mentioned there, there's been a lot in this space in the last 12 months, but it's really been a piecemeal exercise. Um, yeah, we've effectively got all our Bitcoin is gone. We're in. Um, and we're excited to be the first and really, you know, we can't wait to see who yeah, will be the next team that joins us and the next team after and then the next team after. And then which league in the world will be the first league to embrace the Bitcoin standard? Um, you know, there's so many, so much of the evolution to go, um, but this is going to accelerate quickly. Um, and this is the future of sport. Get used to it, be ready for it, embrace it, love it. No, that's awesome. Patrick, do you have anything to add? No, no, no. That's it. I would say, yeah. If this is your first uh, exposure to uh, to Bitcoin talk, I would I would suggest, as Steve said, you know, it really has been. It's been twelve years of uh, of waiting for an opportunity like this for uh, organizations like ours. Uh, but really, the the train has left the station now. And, and now, if you if you do want to participate, it is about trying to get up to speed as quick as you can. That's all you can do now. Um, is get as much information as you can from from trusted sources. And the educational content in Bitcoin has gotten so much better. So just reach out uh, on Twitter if you're interested uh, or. To, to any of the people, right? It's, it's really easy to get access to quality information now um, and get ready because like Steve said, this, this, we didn't really get into it here, but this, this changes the shape of sports, right? This is not just about an organization getting better. This is, a, this is a peek into the future of sports and how Bitcoin and all of the incentive models that come from Bitcoin, how that changes uh, human action and how that will lead to a better sports, a better world in the future. Um, insert any meme you want there. Uh, but things are, things are looking bright and we're happy to be a part of uh, the, you know, the Bitcoin future. Thank you both for, for coming on. Can't wait to follow your journey and uh, best of all. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening. I'd love to hear what you think of this episode as I'm always looking for ways to improve and make the show even better. You can leave a review at The Daily Podcast in iTunes or within Apple's podcast app. Really appreciate your feedback. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to my podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, or wherever else you tune in to listen. Talk to you next week.